0: player 2 has joined
1: the game hey yo what's up everybody and welcome to episode 142 of the two player co-op podcast as always i am your host here kevin along with my brother from my mother show one how we doing pretty pretty good hey if you guys like what you see and this is or if this is the first time you're seeing us and you don't know who we are we are the two player co-op podcast we're just about every week two brothers get together to discuss everything you need to know in the world of video games we run through what we've been playing around this table we talk about a lot of random stuff usually at the beginning of of an episode but we might not do that today because we've already had a marathon recording session but if you like what you see make sure you hit the like button down there on youtube subscribe if you have not already if you are listening on audio services around
2: the globe multiverse
1: then hey we never talk about audio and i always forget to do that but if you are only an audio listener first go over to youtube.com slash two player co-op hit the subscribe button even if you don't watch us there it means a lot however you're missing out on a lot of fun let's plays and stuff over there as well but just the subscription helps us out. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs. But if you do only listen to us on audio or either way, if you're subscribed to us on audio services around the multiverse, go over there, leave a review, leave a rating, tell your friends, share, subscribe, all that other stuff. I got me a new shirt that I'm so proud of. John Bernardo, this one's for you. I like it. Uh, but if you like cool shirts too that help you support your favorite local Memphis podcasters, you can go to teespring.com slash stores. Slash two-player co-op. Last night, we watched... This isn't updated, so let me close out of that. Last night, we watched, Sean, a pay-per-view. That is correct. But if you want to get our thoughts on that, where should they check us out, Sean? YouTube.com
2: slash question mark QWH4927. What's the name? uh, The name is... Smart Shooters. Smart Shooters. I, was I think you came second. up with this, right? I think you did. I think we... Then we tagged We did, did Smart... Did. Sharp... <laughs> we did Sharp Shooters. I don't know. It was a whole... It was a whole thing. But yeah, check us out. Smart Shooters. You can check us out on Twitter, at Smart Shooters, all one word. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of wrestling. Uh, we did our Extreme Rules Prediction show. Um... We'll do something this week, I guess. Uh, I don't know. We got a new episode sh- coming this week. So weekly content. Hopefully week- For weekly. The most part.
1: Yeah. Um, so we started a new wrestling podcast with Ernie and Nick from Nerd901. Ernie is the Blurred Without Fear. You always hear us talking about him. And Nick Schiafani from Nerd901.com. So I don't think we'll have any more wrestling content on here now. Like all our prediction shows and stuff like that, they're, they're going to go over to the smart shooters channel slash podcast. Something I'm super excited for. We've talked about doing it for a while and we finally did it last week. Shout out to Ernie for all of his technical knowledge and getting this thing off the ground and getting us on a freaking Titan trying to record and actually getting us to be able to record and everything. It's, it's awesome. And I'm so excited. I'm so happy that we're doing it. Um, but yes, just search on podcast services around the multiverse for smart shooters. Um, obviously, it's too late to listen to our predictions now, but if you want to go back and give it a view or a listen or download or whatever, we would really appreciate that. Pretty much weekly content coming over there. We're, we're four nerds that love wrestling, and again, we've talked about doing this forever, it yep. seems. And finally, and it, it makes
2: looks- more sense to have it over there. In the end, we're yes. a, a video game channel, video game slash Comic BS, books, whatever, movies, stuff.
1: whatever. Yeah, but the wrestling stuff from now on. Because you guys, if you subscribe to us, you probably subscribe to us just for video game content. Um, but if you're here for the wrestling stuff,
2: yes, drop a sub over there as well. Really appreciate it. Uh, let's try to get that to a thousand subs before we get there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My guess is that it will.
2: Ernie just needs to send us over
1: some subs. Yeah, all Ernie's got to do is just just shout it shout it out, and we'll be good to go. But yeah, if you like wrestling. Search for Smart Shooters on YouTube and podcast services around the multiverse. It's slowly rolling out to all the different audio services around the multiverse. Um, I think Apple's the last one as a hit. But we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're, so those are two of like the three or four big ones. We're on Anchor. Uh, Apple should be very, very soon. So get ready for that. Keep looking. Thank you guys so much. Uh, speaking of multiverses, we both saw Spider-Man Far From Home. This is the most divisive yeah. movie that the there MCU has ever done. Love Bernardo loves it. it. He's seen it three times.
2: Yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm not going to say I don't get it. Like, that's fine. It's
1: Spider-Man. It's Tom Holland. I get it, but I don't think we're going to go into spoilers.
2: No. I can't put my finger on... It's not a bad movie by a long shot. But no, it's, it's not, definitely not bad. To but be it's, fair, I had it built up way too much in my head. Um, I can't really put my finger on what it is that I didn't like about it or that, you know, I wish was better. Like part of me wants to say it didn't really, uh, other than what happens in the mid credits. Yeah, the mid credits. Post credits, I I don't even
1: understand. Ernie, help me out on that. I need to text you about that because I'm just, I don't know. And I didn't, never mind.
2: Like other than that, nothing of consequence has really changed from where we were at the beginning of the movie until now. And to be fair, not a whole lot. That's kind of how the first Spider-Man was. It's not like we had already met Spider-Man in Civil War. We didn't get the whole origin story because we've seen it a thousand times. Homecoming was great, but Homecoming not a whole lot awesome. of consequence happened in that either. So I don't know that that's it. Do you hit on something? It is very CGI heavy, like yes. over-the-top CGI
1: heavy. Um and I get it because of what he's going up against, but still like it is just so funny to me. And I know Justice League was not a great movie, but everybody that complained about Justice League is just CGI everywhere. The the CGI I had a problem with in Justice League, well, for one it was Steppenwolf, but the main CGI was the mustache or the lack thereof. But like there were so many people that crapped on Justice League specifically for it's all CGI. What are you saying now? This movie was all CGI. It is insane. Now, I think the difference... I do think Homecoming is... What did we say the other day? I think it's my number four or five Marvel movie. It's
2: maybe top five for me. If it's not, it's six. Now, again, it's right there.
1: I haven't seen any... I haven't even seen half of them, I don't think. I've seen Captain America 1, 2, and 3. Spider-Man 1 and 2. Guardians 1, Guardians 2... Avengers. Avengers, Infinity Avengers. War. Endgame. So you never saw... You saw the other one. What? Um, Ultron. No, I didn't. No. We talked about this on the podcast one time. You gave me that same look. I was like... Because I heard it was just... Yeah. It's fine. I was so... I came across it on TV the other day. I'm like, this is better I was than- so sold on that when he said, you have no strings on me, I was like... yeah. <laughs> best trailer no, I've ever done. seen. Then, Holy that crap. That one line. Yeah. But I... I I never saw it. It's good. So I think I've only seen 10 Marvel movies, but I think it's number 10 for me then. Black Panther? Oh, Black Panther. Right. Black Panther's better. Um, I didn't see any of the three Iron Men. I know. I know. Iron Men. <laughs> I know. I screwed up. Uh, I, I haven't seen see any of the three fours. I still need to see Ragnarok. You only need to see Ragnarok. Well, no, right. Sorry. Uh, What else is there? I like didn't Captain see Captain Marvel. Marvel. Incredible I didn't see Dr. Strange. I didn't see either the Hulk movies or the one Hulk movie. That's pretty much it. There's 23 movies. What am I forgetting? Uh, but either way, at, at what I was going to say, let me see if I can Google, Google, <laughs> Google, 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 Google. Uh, Google this while I talk, which clearly I can't. I think the reason Homecoming was so awesome was because it, list of Marvel Cinematic unities. Unities. <laughs> It was it was what I want Spider-Man to be, which is yes. the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man protecting New York. Like, I, I get, and I'm, we're not going to talk about spoilers for any movie here, but I get why he went, Nick, I'm looking at you, I get why he went to Europe. Like, I got to get away, I don't want to bring the suit. This is yeah. all in the trailers, I'm not spoiling anything. Got to get away, I'm not bringing the suit, I need a break, blah, blah, blah. I get all that but it just didn't feel right. Now, I will say the one thing I did not expect to love was you've seen Homecoming, MJ. She's awesome. I don't even remember what her name is anymore. I just know that because they never said her name. They just call her MJ. I don't even remember what her name actually is. I don't know. (laughs) Michonne? Wasn't that (laughs) Walking Dead? (laughs) Uh, Guardians... I didn't see Ant Man. That's an Ant oh, Man or, one or two. two. Hold on. Let me see if there's any that I forgot. Didn't see Doctor Strange. Didn't see Ragnarok. Saw Black Panther. Didn't see Ant Man of the West. Didn't see Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I've seen 11 now. So I think I've seen half.
2: And is it your least favorite? Mm hmm.
1: No. It's below Captain America, the first one, I think. And that's that's no. This is still like an eight out of 10 movie. Like I feel like if this, like I said to Sean, I think, like if this was a DCEU movie, we'd all be like, Oh my god, they saved the DCU! This is amazing! Like, I think yeah. I did like Shazam better, actually, when I think about it. Mm. Aquaman's kinda there, but like it's a it's This should say something. I know I'm a Marvel hater and all that. This should say something about what the MCU has done that this movie can be like a solid eight out of ten, and I'm like, it's my least favorite of the movies that I've seen. That to is a compliment fair, to Marvel.
2: To be fair, it's in a tough position After coming game, off of Endgame. The game, biggest... Uh, like the culmination screw of like you,
1: Avatar, 20 Screw
2: you, Avatar. 20-something movies. So it's in a tough position. And it's like nobody 22. knows where we're going from here. So They're it was kind it of in Comic-Con. like a weird...
1: I can't wait for that. But I'm like, I just don't... I'm still as much... It, it has nothing to do with this movie, but I'm just like... The only thing I'm worried about is I
2: I feel like I don't care. I don't want anybody new. And I know there's going to be lots of new people. But like, I, at the time, I didn't know anything about... I really didn't know much about anybody other than their names and playing as them in like Marvel versus Capcom, whatever. Stuff, like, yeah. I didn't know anything about Thor. I didn't really know much about Captain America. I really didn't know much about Iron Man. I didn't know anything about Ant-Man. I loved both those movies. Black Panther was great. Captain Marvel was okay. I like her.
1: I thought the movie was so, so at best. Um, It's the space stuff that's just hard for me to get into, which is weird because I love both Guardians movies. I still say one is way better than two, but that's just me. And so I don't know.
2: I'm fine. I'm just worried that it's going to get over saturated or something. I feel like they're just going to be like and here's a bunch of new characters and they're all going you get a movie and you get a movie and you well, get a movie that,
1: and I'm just like Ernie help me out I don't even remember what it's called Shang-Lee or something, something like that. Like that. I'm like, like right off the bat I'm like I I don't I don't, I don't I don't I've I've literally never heard that name until that movie got announced. Right.
2: Now to be fair, when I first heard Doctor Strange well, not even that. Shazam? I was like, what? I, well, I yeah. don't care. Why? No, that why was my reaction, thing? too. And then that as was, soon as I saw the trailer... And I'm a DC fanboy, right? The trailer hooked me. So, anything is possible? Kevin Garnett. But... <laughs> anything <laughs> is
0: possible! Why uh, is this my new voice?
2: <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised, but I'm kind of okay with the people we've got but we'll see
1: the one thing i w- so we know falcon and bucky is that what i don't even know what they're calling it the adventures of hawkeye show i don't know nope <laughs> he's not he's not at that show what you said hawkeye you meant say falcon you said the adventures of hawkeye <laughs> and bucky i said Hawkeye and buckeye but, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I want to see those two in movies. It's, I'm going to get Disney+. Plus. It's just one more. This is why I'm so against all these video game co- – like, Ubisoft is doing their subscription service. Yeah. EA has theirs. Square Enix has said they're working on theirs. I'm like, I'm against it. Colin had a good idea. He said these, these publishers that are all doing their own services should pool together and create their own. And, like, look, if we pool our resources and w- if we put, like – ea ubisoft square enix and bethesda all in one subscription service it probably wouldn't still be 10 bucks a month but make it 15 more people will subscribe there's yeah. more, you know what i mean like that makes more sense playstation now is, sucks anyways um but yeah spider-man without getting into spoilers
2: jillen hall was awesome and tom holland was all like Oh, Everybody not, in Tom this Holland movie was fantastic. Plays this their role How, perfectly. Now, it's just it's this it's just the script. I don't know. It's just I feel like nothing really it was fun to watch.
1: Everybody was awesome, but it was just kind of eh. You just now stick with me here and don't unsubscribe. It reminds me in that way of Justice League Suicide Squad. Which uh, it's three out of ten? I think I I think it's now a two out of ten for me. <laughs> but like, Will was awesome. Margo was awesome. Jared, the little bit of time he got was awesome. Tom was awesome. Zendaya was awesome. Jake was awesome. I like I said to Sean also, I don't know if there was ever any truth to the whole Gyllenhaal is going to be the next Batman rumors, because obviously they're going in a more younger route, whatever. So he's probably too old to be Batman anyways. But the first time I saw a trailer for, for from Four Far from <laughs> Four five, Far five, four, from Home, I as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Dang it, <laughs> he should have been Batman." And I have faith in Matt Reeves, I do. But Patton said, "Better freaking kill it." I because think he will. Jake now, like Jake Gyllenhaal, is freaking awesome. I think the first thing I saw him in was The Day After Tomorrow. Maybe no. No. Name an earlier movie. That was like 05, I think. Bubble Boy. <laughs> it's the moops, Jerry.
2: Uh, Donnie Darko.
1: I guess I am oh, struggling yeah. to come up with too many. But I, I never saw Donnie Darko.
2: I guess maybe Day After Tomorrow was
1: kind of early on for him. But like, he's awesome. And he was great in this. His He's like, he made me...
2: Um. What's his name? Mysterio. Yeah, but... Ray. Quentin Beck. Quentin Beck. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I I want to be his friend. I want to just hang out with him, go get a beer with him. Like, it was just like, this guy's awesome. Like, I like him. I had to look up Jake Gyllenhaal and see what else he's been in. Yeah, there.
1: look up his IMDb. Um, the one thing I will say is what it sets up, like we alluded to earlier. No yeah, spoilers. I mean, that's... that's pers- Bruce Banner. Bruce White right there. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. How old is he? No, you, it's not you. No, I can see him in the cow. You don't even, I mean the cape. <laughs> that mean the cow. How old is he? Look that up. What I will say while Sean looks that up is this sets He's up... He's not that
2: old. How old do you think he is? 39. He's one year older
1: than you. He's thirty. I was going to say 38 or 39. Oh,
0: or 30. gosh. Okay, I guess
1: <laughs> you are pretty old. <laughs> But that's the problem. Yeah, is he will be like, thirty nine. But that—that's the thing, though. Reed's wanted to go old. for a younger. Now, as much as I love Affleck, not that we get on tangents here. As much as I loved Affleck, I do that all the time. Or Affleck, Affleck in BVS, I hated him in Justice League. Part of I hated it, like it's just in Justice League, you can tell when he's like he was in City Slickers. Holy crap! Are you serious? He's, I mean, he was eleven years old at the. I guess he was some kid. You can tell when Ben goes from skinny in shape Ben to fat Ben. Oh my god. He could have been Batman from the beginning and I don't think we would be in the position that we're in right now. Continue. October Sky. I never saw it. Yes, you did. No. I I feel like we
2: rented it or I borrowed it from you. Do you know what the movie's about?
1: It it was like a rocket or something. Yeah. I never saw it. Really? No, I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good.
2: That's the first movie that I mean, I know City Slickers, whatever. City like, Slickers was
1: freaking awesome. October
2: Sky, 99. Donnie Darko, 01. Bubble that Boy, was oh 01. Wait, he was in Bubble Boy? He was the Bubble Boy. And then Dave Tomorrow you- was 04. So that was pretty...
1: Oh, I said 05. It was even earlier than that. Dang. Dang. And so actually... Brokeback Mountain. The first movie I saw him in was... I mean, not counting City Slickers because he was He's a kid. the kind
2: of guy that seems like he's been around forever. But like yeah. his career only started really like 15 years ago. I mean, he was in some stuff before that, but like, I feel like when he was in Bubble Boy, I was like, this is a weird movie for Jake Gyllenhaal to do. Was that But a he was really any anybody- comedy thing? Yes, it was. Yeah.
1: Was it like Rob Schneider or something? I don't know. It was, I mean, he was, it was, he was the or lead. Tom Green or something. It was just very, it was, he's the Bubble Boy. Okay. I it figured was that very came out in the dumb, mid nineties right? because of the whole, the whole Seinfeld thing is warped my whole perception <laughs> of the Bubble Boy. The moops. So anyways, I got completely off track. there talking about Affleck. It sets up what I think is a very awesome Spider-Man 3. But that's probably not going to be for like three years. Five or six years. <laughs> well, but we, yeah, it, Comic-Con's going to be interesting. So we had Homecoming, Far From Home, without giving I've any- I've been way, thinking about this. Without any spoilers, what do you think? The next, it has to have Home in the title. Homegrown. Was Zach Brown band? <laughs> uh, home cooking, home fries, homes, Spider Man, home star, home sweet home. I don't know. That actually could make sense because I think we're getting back in the next one again. No spoilers. I think we're getting back to more New York focus. Well, but again, we have no idea what the hell is going on in the universe. One thing I will say.
2: And then we move on from Spider-Man after Avengers. I mean, after uh, Endgame, I wanted Spider-Man. And I mean, they even kind of talk about it in the movie. I don't even care about spoilers. If you haven't seen Endgame yet, just I don't care. They talk about how Spider-Man is supposed to be like the new Iron Man or whatever. And it's like yes, like I want Spider Man. He needs to kind of be the leader of the
1: Avengers now.
2: And now I watch that movie. I'm like, no, nah, he ain't the lead. he's no, not. He's
1: the friendly. He doesn't yeah, want like, it. He, uh, yeah. There was that one cool scene in the plane. That's all I'll say. In the plane, where he's kind of being like Tony, where he's like, oh, I was yes. like, oh, it's cool, but like, I I don't want that. Yeah, as much as I love it, I don't I don't want that yeah
2: so anyway good not great yeah but again but still eight out out of ten like it's (laughs) like i'm
1: but again testament to you marvel that you've you've made so many movies that were so amazing that a movie can be an eight out of ten i'm like "Mm, (laughs) it's my least favorite (laughs) but that's kind of how i felt it's it's actually it's kind of how i felt coming out of guardians 2 that was yeah. not a bad movie at all. I just thought Guardians 1 was way better. A th- lot of people think 2 is better. I think I'm in the minority on that, yeah. I don't think I'm in the this is this seems like a 50 50 split, really. Yeah. So. Anything else you want to talk about before we get to games? Nah, we can go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the two player co op podcast. And Sean, this week both of us as of today beat blood-stained ritual of the night that is correct did you uh, get to 100% map yet i did is there anything what what was hanging everybody up at 99.9 is it that one nothing room? in particular i mean there's a lot of is it the the room maybe no because I, mean, I completely missed that. It's,
2: there's a lot of rooms that you have to break the wall to get into.
1: But then break there's the wall down. But there's all, so the one thing I noticed cuz I checked before I did it and I checked after. If you just break the wall and find an HP up or an MP up, that doesn't count. You have to no, actually it has to be a square. rectangle square whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. Um
2: so it's just one random one that I couldn't find. I mean, I was looking at the map. I'm not I didn't get to 100% legitimately. But even looking at the map and looking at my map, I couldn't Find well, because word you're talking about a thousand rooms. Literally right. a, yeah.
1: well, a thousand squares. Whatever it is.
2: <laughs> uh but yeah, I got it to hundred percent. Uh I've basically done I'm to the point now where I'm essentially just collecting things. I beat all of the bosses. Um, you beat the cur- who cares? <laughs> beat the carpenter. Oh yeah. I beat him before I beat the game. Friday night when we had pizza well, night, I said, I'm gonna beat this stupid carpenter tonight. And then I think I beat the game that same night. So it uh, was a lot easier once I got the bandit sword. Okay, right.
1: Bandit blade, whatever it is. Or whatever it is, yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, I beat all the enemies. Like I said, there's one other boss beyond all the ones that we've seen. It's a thing in the game that I kind of just had totally forgot was a thing. Just tell me what it is in random terms so I can understand what you're saying. Tell, Tell you what it is in random terms? So they don't know, but I know. Oh, you want me to not spoil it for them?
1: I don't know how to do that. Should I have it spoiled? There's a
2: character in this that you meet, and then you just never really meet again, and I forgot it was even a thing.
1: Alfred, Getsu, Dominique, Johannes. Oh, is it the guy who keeps going missing? No, but I did find him again. <laughs> I found him You twice. have to find him three times. Oh. But no, not him. He gave me something good the last time. Give me something good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's all I can say. But it's the hardest boss in the game. Is it I somebody think. you meet early on that I forgot about? It must not be. not too early.
2: No, I mean before you can beat the game the first time. So I guess we sort of early. The is rain. It
1: pour- yeah, it's boring. <gasps> well, that yeah, is correct. Yeah, it's correct. If we lose power, we're screwed. Um. Actually, battery, battery. We'll keep recording in the dark. <laughs> um. So, what did you think about? One of the optional bosses was one of the coolest things. If you're a Castlevania fan, that's all I'll say. That was the warhorse key, I think. yep. I was not prepared for that. How freaking cool it
2: No was. when I first saw him, I'm like, ah, oh, that kind of looks like, and then once the, the attack fight went start on, I'm like, okay, is this?" And I was like, oh no, definitely it's like straight and up then, yeah,
1: it's like it's like Twilight Princess when you fight the the guy who you yes. get your skills from and stuff, yeah. Yes, that's
2: well done. That's exactly what it is.
1: Uh, final boss fight. Um, how do I want to say this? The boss you fight before the two-pronged final boss fight, the one before that yes was super easy. Yes. I was shocked. And yes. it, even the second-to-last boss fight, once I had... Faced it, I'll just say that a couple of times. Like I said, the last time I didn't use any health potions because right. I was like, you get like it gives you a good warning of what attacks are coming, and it wasn't that bad. Like, I think I had the most trouble out of all the bosses with the first same Getsu fight. And again, you're your I would lower say level either that. that
2: one, although I beat it pretty easily once I restarted and had to go back through, and I was no more powerful. Yeah. Okay. I was just used to it. I had the most trouble probably with... Even though I say that last boss that I did is the hardest one in the game, I beat it on probably my fourth it, or fifth try. It took me three tries.
1: But the third try... But no, no,
2: I'm saying the boss you haven't done yet. The optional boss. Oh, I'm so saying, that is difficult. To me, that's the hardest one. Okay. But I beat it in like four or five tries versus... um. Bloodless took me, I oh, probably died 12 to 15 No, times, Bloodless so. was harder than
1: Zangetsu. That's yeah. right. And that is no spoilers because you don't even know what that means. Where? Where, you, oh, where is the optional boss? Do you remember the area, the, the name?
2: The one I'm talking about? I
1: have not explored the library, so I feel like it's there. You fight it.
2: There's a room near the end that I thought every time I walked through, I'm like, this room seems weird. Like something oh. should happen here.
1: The ice where you just walk across, there's nothing happening. I like tried to jump in the ceiling. And That's stuff, where you happened. fight it.
2: But you what need to do trigger- something to trigger it first. <laughs> oh, in I probably
1: order have to, beat to beat the carpenter. The
2: th- mm, no. In order okay. to do the thing that will trigger it, you need to have at least 99% of the map is what I read online.
1: Oh. I'm at 90, I think I ended at 96.4. Okay. So I think the only way to get to 100% though is because it doesn't save the room where you go to the last boss, the part one of the last boss fight. Like you just pick up your save, it just says on your save file says clear. But But I think that's still uncovered in the map. Oh, okay. Well, I'm at 96. Not that final, final. Well, because I don't think that counts because you're in the. the,
2: Now what's weird is I'm at 100% on the map. Not that I care, because I literally never used them. I'm missing at least two, maybe three of those shortcut things that you can get. And I'm like, well, I've been in every room, so I don't know how I didn't the get travel all rooms. Them. No, the shortcut, those white orbs you can get where you can hold L1, you can set different like armor and equipment and shard combinations. Remember you got one oh then, the
1: shortcut okay
2: and I've oh, never I've literally never used yeah, it. I haven't either, but okay. I found one, I think in the very last room that I got to 100% on, I found one in there. I'm like, well, I forgot about these, and I went and checked, and I was missing, I think, at least three of them, maybe four. Of them. I was missing a What lot is of them.
1: What is the point of them?
2: You can set different different loadouts, basically. Bas- yes, okay. exactly. And, I yeah, I never once used it. But Whenever
1: I use it by accident, it's like, you have no weapon now. I'm like, what am I going to
0: do?
2: But, no, it's – it's. I don't think I can call it my number one game. And it may not even be number this two, two at mean? this point. Yeah. yeah, But it's... It's so good.
1: It's it, very is good. somebody, like I said last time, who first beat Symphony of the Night last year. I had so much fun with this game. I'm not done with it. I don't know. Are you going to platinum it? Yeah. Really? You're going to get the 500,000 I'm 500, up to like gold?
2: 20 hours or something now.
1: I, I beat it about 14 and a half or 15, I forget.
2: Now I'm basically just going through... There's a couple, there's an enemy that somehow I hadn't killed. And I'm like, well, there's two because optional boss counts as an enemy in there. Okay.
1: And I skipped over a lot of the enemies in the ice area. Just I thought to I get did, but
2: I did. There's only two enemies that I hadn't killed. One was the final boss. The other one was this thing that you have to trigger in another way.
1: <sighs> we'll talk offline.
2: It's just like an enemy. It's not a boss, but okay. it's it's kind of a its own thing. It's on the train. I'll tell you that much.
1: That was one. When I look at the map where the train goes, there's one spot in the map that it's like open on the bottom. Okay. So I don't know if I just didn't go. It's you prob- maybe you
2: didn't explore down there I don't exactly.
1: Know. But but can you go? Is there? Do you remember? Is there anywhere in the map where you can go under the train? Where the train goes? Where where you see the train? It's only the train. There's rooms about too tall. Yes. That come back under it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Not all the way. But it doesn't go down very far. You can't go but you can go underneath back of, underneath okay. the train. So that
1: underneath. I missed one so I need to ride the train again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Come on, ride the train.
1: And ride it. Doop, doop. Doop.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've now killed all the enemies. Now I need to get all the items, which I'm not even entirely sure what that means. I don't know if it means every single weapon, every single armor, every single accessory, every single do you ingredient, have to every do every single, food? Do you have to make that's every food? I don't know what is meant by
1: it.: At this point, you just need to go PSN Right now, I'm trying
2: plus. to get all the shards. I okay. think I'm up to like 87% or something. And the bestiary shows you all this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't so think I'm going to At this point, I think I'm going to platinum. I've come close enough. I think you just I will need to to. I me. do need to do a new game plus because I need to get the one missable one. That I got. But so I don't think that'll be. pure luck. Yeah. I don't think I it'll be I fought the boss the wrong way. Um, I'm assuming when you do new game plus, you keep
1: everything Mm.
2: because if I don't keep all my weapons, then that one's not as quick and easy. Yeah, because if
1: you got all your weapons and you can just fast track it, just get to
2: there, do the thing, and yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't know, we'll see. I've come this far, I'll probably get the platinum. Yeah, I'm gonna get 100% of the map, and then after that, I don't know. Well, I don't know that I will because that means I gotta beat the carpenter, I gotta beat John Carpenter. Um, It's definitely one of my favorite games of the year. Like, as we stand out, but there's still a lot more coming out this year. Like, let me me pull up my note that I keep. Hold on. Game of the Year 2019. All right. So I still have to play this year. (laughs) Link's Awakening, Death Stranding. Apparently, I need to play Kingdom Hearts 3 because I bought the stupid game. Jedi Fallen Order, Streets of Rage 4, I hope, Cyber Shadow. I think I'm actually going to get Call of Duty this year. Really? I can probably cross... Last of Us 2 is not coming out this year. It's coming out in February. I can cross that out. Um, it is right now my number two game of the year, but that could waffle very easily with what we'll talk about here soon also. But... Rollins won the battle royal, obviously. But why not just give him a stupid freaking? No automatic rematches, <laughs> but you can win a battle royal. <laughs> well, I don't know for this. <laughs> Mario Maker t- took me to another level. Anything else on Bloodstain? Uh, no, I think that's it. It's awesome. If you love Metroidvania's, for some reason, if you haven't played this, where do you think this ranks with? And one thing we have not played: t- Did you play the Messenger yet? No. Yeah. maybe uh, By next week, I will play The Messenger's free DLC. We'll give you a report on that. But how do you think this compares to Chasm and The Messenger and Hollow Knight? Because you like that board better than I did. Jeez. Uh, I would say better than
2: Chasm. Yes. It's just more of a complete game, I think.
1: The Messenger is so... It's, it's a Metroidvania, but it's almost... Right. If... I still think... What's
2: weird to me is... Metroid and basically all of the Metroids have kind of fallen off because I think I've come around on the fact that Metroidvania's in general to me just seem to work better with melee weapons as opposed to guns.
1: I agree. And before I finally beat Symphony of the Night, I was the other way. I said no, Super Metroid's better. Right, Symphony of the Night. Super, Super Metroid is it's down amazing. a few
2: notches now. Yeah, um, I think Symphony of the Night's number one. Yeah. Uh, two uh, to me is between this and Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's almost too big. I'm never gonna play that game again. At I'm least from the beginning. It. This yeah. game, I'm already about to start a new game. I don't know if I'll play through it again.
1: Hollow Knight is almost too We got just, more characters it's coming almost too. too much. Yeah. That 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 will make me go through it again. Now if some no, you won't get new game plus Wiz and gets you. But anyways. Yeah. But this is I, it's either two or three. Probably more likely number two. I think it's number two for me. Yeah. I think it's behind... Symphony of the Night is as good as advertised. took me 21 years to play it, but it's so good. This is so good. Like I didn't run in the game breaking bug. Bug. We're playing it on PS4, not Switch, so we're not having any of the... Although we do have the weird... I still have that every, every once in a while when I go through the village and I slash that first bone mortain. It's like... Yeah. And then the bat hits me and takes away one HP. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. uh So, yeah, play Bloodstain. If you like Metroidvanias, you have to play it. Next up, Blazing Chrome. Full disclosure, we both got review codes for Blazing Chrome. If you're not familiar with Blazing Chrome, you should have checked out our Let's Play that I hope it went up yesterday. I have no idea what time of the day, but hopefully it went up yesterday. Um, Blazing Chrome is what I like to call, and they would say as well, Joy Masher and the arcade crew that made it, the spiritual successor to Contra Hardcore. And it is the spiritual successor to yes, Contra Hardcore. In every way possible. So we got review codes, PS4 and Steam. Uh, I got it on PS4, Sean got it on Steam. I played it a little bit when I first got the code, played through a couple of missions, loved it, but I wanted to beat Blood Same before we podcasted again. And then We just did the, the Let's Play that I was talking about before we recorded here. What do you think Sean it's
2: almost everything that's good about Contra hardcore with much less of the bad but really the only bad thing to hardcore is the difficulty and right along with that just the overall just too much crap going on at all times and that's part of what makes it so difficult it's still very challenging, but it's more reasonable. I kind of wish that... I think the guns are kind of lacking.
1: Yeah. If I, you're like going to give everybody
2: the same guns, they need to be better than what they are. The one is useless. The other one... The grenade launcher, yeah. That one I don't mind. It's good on boss oh, fights. You're saying I just the don't laser like that you thing. have to like... yeah, You can't just hold it. Yeah. You have to
1: tap, 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 tap.
2: But it's worthless unless you're against a boss the The big white one, it, it, to me, is almost worthless even against bosses. I've yet to actually use that successfully. And then your little wave thing, whatever it is, is good. That's I just standard wish it moved contra a little bit quicker. Yes. One. So the guns leave a little bit to be desired. Honestly, I usually just play with the regular weapon. The
1: regular weapon's really good. Yeah.
2: So I think the weapons are a little lacking. They could be better. But the gameplay is phenomenal. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um, it is Like you said, it is very much... If you've played Contra Hardcore, you will feel right at home with this. Or if you've just played almost any game on the Genesis, this will look very uh, familiar to you.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like what I was telling Sean is it feels like we both... Like when we played Sonic Mania, God, two years ago. It's like... It's not that this game... That game could not have been done on the Genesis and this couldn't be done on the Genesis. But it looks... If you just look at a screenshot, it looks yeah. like it could have, but it's like you take that 16-bit kind of washed out style, and that's not a bad thing, and you just amp it up kind of like Shovel Knight did with like 8-bit graphics and all this horsepower behind it that mm-hmm. you can do so much things that you could never even dream about doing on the NES. That's this way with with Blazing Chrome. You could never do this game on the Genesis. It's so much fun, and we we, we played through it on easy. I don't care. I'm not ashamed um it's not an easy game no at all
2: even playing two players it's forgiving with the continues
1: and correct stuff. but it's still challenging yuck so if we go dark it's here like in a little a bit monsoon out there just know that we're going to keep recording because we've got enough battery there and there and we're just going to keep recording in the dark if we lose power we but it lose is lose our microphones
2: though <laughs> oh no <laughs> so we have to shout loudly into the camera if we lose
1: power God, don't go power out. Don't power go out. <laughs> so Blazing Chrome is awesome. No. <laughs> it's just rain. It's not lighting. It's fine. Uh, the other game I want to talk about this week, Dr. Mario World. I can't remember the last time. It's probably when Super Mario Run came out that we actually talked about an iOS game on here. Probably. I Unless you count Oceanhorn. That does, we didn't play it on that. I really, really like, for what it is... Dr. Mario world it's not Dr. Mario it's only Dr. Mario because there's viri I'm still trying to get the strategy like I I
2: I understand how to play it I get the rules and everything but every it's only every so often that I'll think I have a red virus to get rid of and like I might have like blue blue red virus blue blue red and then I've got like a blue piece that I can put and I'll be like, ooh, I'm gonna put it all the way at the bottom. Cause I see that next I have a double red piece. So I'm gonna get that one going. Then I'm gonna go ahead and put this one in and bring it in so it gets there first. So that cancels out. Now I got the blue one that's gonna come yep. and hit those guys. Like I need to think one step ahead, um, more often than I do. I'm usually just trying to play the piece that I have and that's it. But I'm up to level, I think I got to like 25. No, I think I'm like 26, 27 now. So I'm moving along, but there's those three levels where it's timed. It took I me couldn't a, get through them. It I, took I me just a while up. to beat the first one. I couldn't beat the I first one. I can't even come close on the second okay. one. Like I, I That just, makes me feel bad. I don't get it. And what's weird is like they give you, as far as I can tell, you get the same pills every time. It's a set like, when you get to that level, you will get the same pills in the same order as I get. See, I so think, it's almost like they give you, here's the pills in the right order. You have you all the to You need to figure to out what you're supposed to do with it. It's not just random and you need to work with what you've got. Like, yeah. they're giving you the right pieces. You just kind of need to figure out how to use them. And it's, it's fun. It's something to just
1: play when I'm killing time. <laughs> you we're going to say I'm, pooping. On the toilet. <laughs> yes. It is a great pooping game. Now, that's what I was going to say is, like, People are complaining about the microtransactions. The whole way it works is, you got the the diamonds. I'm like, I'm never gonna buy a diamond, so I can't use these power ups. Whatever, don't care. Not moving. I never Not, really use the power ups. I just when I'm like, if I get like two stars a couple times in a row on a level, I'm like, five hundred gold. Few Fine. Levels. Yeah. Like
2: two stars now.
1: The microtransactions come into play, whereas when you get higher, up, like I'm at level 48, I think. Dang. Yeah, dying. But like. Those your hearts are what keep you. It's it's extra lives. It's basically. Time. If you yeah. fail and if you lose them, you got to wait thirty minutes to get a new one.
2: What I do like is you only lose them if you lose a level.
1: Correct. And every time you beat a level, you get a heart. Like so, if I'm only so playing just, this, just don't lose when I'm and bored or pooping. Like it's, I I don't the micro the microtransactions in this do not bother me yeah. at all. Nope. Like, if this isn't a game I'm going to sit down and play for three hours straight like I would Bloodstained. Like, that's not going to happen. So, therefore, I don't care about the microtransactions. Yeah. I just don't care. Um, but, yeah, I'm at level, like, 40, like I said, 47, 48, something like that. They, they When you get to World 2, if you would call it that, they introduce some new things where, first off, pro tip, when you've got, like, two of those blocks that you can't break, like the hard blocks or whatever that you can't break, you can still put pills through them. Toad tells you this on like level 40. I'm like, what, what the frick Toad? Why didn't you tell me that earlier? So like if you can click and drag it, as long as there's a space for it to go, it doesn't matter that there's, if like you've got red, hard block, or like red, space, hard block, hard block, blue, and there's a space for two things to go there, and you've got a two red or a two blue thing, you can just drag it there, hold it, it'll squeeze through, and you can put it there and it works. Oh, I I'm like, well, know that, that would have been good to know. Yeah, huh. There's also a thing where sometimes the viri was that hail. It's just rain to the king. Heavy rain. And to the, the king, king, baby. In the case of wonders. <laughs> sometimes, if you've got like, I think this was on the last <laughs> stage of World One, like level 40 or 39, whatever it is. Some of the vi- <laughs> the virus. <laughs> Can you imagine if they combined Aladdin and Duke yeah. Nukem?
2: <laughs> you heard rain. You thought it was hail, <laughs> so you said hail to the king, like Duke Nukem, which then became the Game of Wonders.
1: Oh, gosh. Such a stupid podcast. Thank you guys for watching. But you get to the point where it's the last level of World 1, I think, where you'll have like all these viruses viruses at the top row. And they say viruses, which drives me nuts. I think they should be viri. But anyways, you get all these viri at the top row and they have like arrows pointing down. And what that means is after so many moves, it goes Oh, I don't like that. And more viri come. Oh, it's not not just like. It's not just time, because you can still take your time. It's not like the time levels. You can still like, okay, this is my next pill. You can stop and say, okay, I know they're going to move after however many moves it is. I don't think they tell you. But you can still plan out your moves and everything. But it's wasn't <laughs> <laughs> me. They still they introduce some more gameplay things, and then you get viri that are in bubbles mm. instead of you've gotten ice. To the ice stuff, right? So the viri that are in bubbles. If there's nothing above them, they float up. So sometimes when the level oh. starts, they'll be here, and then there's nothing above them, so they go. Whoop. So you think you got two green next to each other, then one of the green floats up, mm. and you have to pop the bubble like you have to break the ice, and it's really cool. I I'm shocked how much I like it. I wouldn't even. I know why they called it Doctor Mario. I get it, but this is not a Doctor Mario game, right? At all. Yeah. But I really like it. It's. I can't remember the last time the the newest iPhone game that I liked this much. It's been a long time because I didn't. You bought Super Mario Run. I didn't buy it. Yeah, but like Words with Friends, freaking Jurassic Park, all that crap. Sim City. Sim City. Oh, the mayor's gone <laughs> missing. I wonder what the locals are gonna do. I still get no. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> My new voice. <laughs> Did you play anything else this week? You want no, to just talk? <laughs> that's it. Mario Maker 2. We keep playing Mario Maker 2. More Let's Plays are coming. This game should live forever as long yes. as we don't run out of ideas for levels. Sean is evil. You'll see on Friday. <laughs> this is son of a biscuit. Oh my you beat God. It though. I beat it. 35 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> or something like that. We'll, we'll cut that out. We will? <laughs> I, I'll try to cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. You should be at slash she co op. But. Mario Maker Two. I think right now it is it's tough for me right now. I, it's going to change by the end of the year because Link's Awakening is coming out. Unless that game is completely broken, it's going to be one or two for me. Period. Yeah. But i like right now I'm trying to say it's so weird because like Bloodstained is a game, whereas Mario Maker Two is it's a game and a you get to play through over 100 Nintendo created levels, but it's so much more than a game. Game, you know what I mean? Like it's tough to even
2: Well, that's one of the big things that I what that I take into account when I'm doing game of the year and top ten lists and all that stuff is replay value. Mm. And it is infinite for this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
2: really? that's one thing I'm not saying it's above it, but that's one thing that bloodstain has over. Like Resident Evil 2. 2. I loved Resident Evil 2, but God, just thinking about going and playing through that again, which I will at some point, because I got to do the other two quests. I don't remember what I did, but I got to go and do the other ones. But God, that's just, that's that's going to be a tough one for me to set out and to do. To rate, yeah. Um, and <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean mario maker literally has infinite replay value so that's going to yes. go a long way i don't know i don't know where it's going to end up easily top 5 probably easily top 3 even when all is said and done yeah
1: i don't think there's anything that can knock it out of the top 5 at this right. point right yeah what if link's awakening sucks there's, there's no there's way, no right it can't the only thing i will say some people that actually played at e3 and again it's like 5 months before it comes out actually 3 god um I have full confidence in them because it's made by Grezzo, I think it was, that did the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remakes, which are phenomenal. They're perfect. Yeah. There's weird, and I assume this will all be fixed by the time it comes out. But there's weird, like when you switch from one one screen to the other, there's weird, like graphical hiccups and like lag and weird stuff. I'm like, yeah, they'll fix. It's a demo at E3. I think it'll be fine. It's probably going to be my game of the year. Spoiler alert. Yeah but yeah Are right, you want to get the news of the week? Sure. The Switch Lite was announced shocking everybody meaning nobody. It's coming out September 20th for $199.99. Just for comparison's sake, the 3DS was 250 when it released. Wow. So the Switch, an HD portable gaming console that you can play Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey and a million other titles on is less than the 3DS. Now, I love the 3DS, but that's kind of crazy. But they had to make it 200, otherwise just pay 50 bucks more for the real Switch. Right, you know. Also, I think we're not not gonna get a Switch price, not that we care, we both have one. Regular OG Switch isn't getting a price drop anytime soon. That is correct. Thank you. The color options are (laughs) yellow, gray, and turquoise. There's also a Pokemon Special Edition coming out November 8th. The game does not come with it, because Nintendo. It has a real D-pad. It is not dockable. You cannot do Labo. Are you heartbroken? Very. There's no detachable Joy-Con, and there's no HD rumble. It is smaller than the normal Switch. Five and a half inch screen versus a 6.2 inch screen. 3.6 3.6 inches high, 8.2 inches long versus four inches high and 9.4 inches long, which w- that's that's pretty, that's a big difference. It weighs .61 pounds versus .88 with Joy-Cons attached on the OG Switch and has a better battery life, three to seven hours. Now, they say it's three to seven hours. They also list the OG Switch as 2.5 to 6.5. No one's ever gotten six and a half hours out of that thing if you're actually playing games. I got good life out of mine on my trip. Really? Like, right, it was just Mario Maker. Yeah. As opposed
2: to Breath of the Wild right. or something, but I was pleasantly surprised by the battery
1: life on mine. Uh, So games that don't have handheld support, I guess there's some games out there that you can't play handheld mode. Really? Yeah. You can connect controllers wirelessly, either Joy-Cons or the pro controller or my like bit Doe, whatever. What does that do?
2: Wait, what are you saying? Some games don't have what? Don't have handheld mode support. So you just play it and... So you can... So you just hold these controllers instead of the controllers that's attached to it and all of a sudden it works? Yeah, correct. (laughs) And there's no (laughs) kickstand.
1: He has no kickstand.
2: I don't understand why any game wouldn't work. It doesn't make sense.
1: Because Nintendo...
2: But the,
1: wait. I probably wrote it down wrong. It really doesn't make sense. It's probably... <laughs> no, no, no. Because if they didn't have a handheld support, you would have to talk about on this. No, I'm right. Yeah. I
2: don't know. That doesn't make sense.
1: That is correct. <laughs> also, Nintendo is planning on a data transfer for the Switch Lite. Doug Bowser... In the cave of wonders. <laughs> ...said, quote, Yes, you will have the ability to transfer between devices your gameplay experiences. He's English and that's his quote. <laughs> um, I get it. This was inevitable. But I, we both own Switches, so this isn't really for us. I'm no. not gonna buy one for the kids, because I'm not. But I'm like, it's like I was texting back and forth with Nick and Adam and everybody else like, I'm trying to picture a businessman on the train to work with a yellow, bright yellow Nintendo Switch handheld. And people are like, oh, they'll just buy this Switch Pro. Not even the Switch. The to Switch be fair, OG. it's also kind of weird just picturing a
2: businessman playing a mm-hmm. Switch in general.
1: Not if it's Brother of the Wild. I think everyone You know what I mean? But like... Yeah.
2: I feel like anybody that's man enough and confident enough and whatever to just pull out a switch on like an airplane or a train or a bus or whatever, probably isn't going to care
1: too much about the color.
2: of
0: it. Yeah.
1: My, my main thing is I think both of us are the same way. We mostly play the switch except for Mario maker docked. Correct. Yeah. If I played, it's docked. If it's Mario maker, it's handheld just because that's impossible. Um But like, I, I think back to when I played the messenger a year ago, when we went up to Geneseo and Syracuse and stuff like, there's, I was like, I can't do these jumps because these buttons are so small and my freaking club thumbs are like so big and it's like everything hurts. I almost feel like this is, for some reason I feel like the switch in handheld mode is less ergonomic than the 3DS and that's saying something. It's very not ergonomic. Yeah. I think this thing will sell like crazy, especially because they're putting it out ahead of time, but if they're putting it out the Daylink's Awakening comes out. Mm -hmm. That was a handheld game to begin with. Oh my God, I cannot wait to play that game. Just don't screw it up. (coughs) But they've also got the whole Pokemon special edition thing that I don't care about. But obviously, Pokemon is going to be freaking huge. (laughs) (laughs) My point is people are used to playing Pokemon handheld. Right. And if you don't have a Switch yet and you love, uh, I'll, st- I'll stop, I'm st- I'll stop. If you don't have a Switch yet and you love Pokemon and you want the next like real Pokemon game, not Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, whatever it is, this is your incentive to finally get in there. You get 200 bucks, you can get yellow, gray, or turquoise, or you can get the special edition with like the blue on one side and pink on the other because sword and shield or shield, I don't know which is which. I think this thing will sell like gangbusters and oh, yeah. we knew Nintendo was going to do this because they did it with the, they did it with the Game Boy Advance, That's exact, it's well, they, what they, they did it with the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, the 2DS and the 3DS, obviously they were going to do it with the I said 2DS, I meant DS, you know what I mean, obviously they were going to do it with the Switch, but it's like, why the hell is this thing called the Switch, it can't switch, it, there's no switching, it is handheld, this goes back to my argument when they first announced this stupid ass name, they should have just called it the NX. The Nintendo NX and the Nintendo Lite. Or just
2: the Nintendo. Thank you.
1: And then it, it, the Game Boy. They Well, they do. did. Game Boy. Tw- was just the Game Boy. 20, 30 years ago, yeah. But my point is, there's no point in even calling this thing. Th- this thing should not be called a Switch, but they have to call it a Switch. But it's a Switch that can't Switch. I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I guess. The Switch Pro is obviously coming out. Probably, it, it looks like it's going to be next year now because they would have already announced it. I'm not going to get a Switch Pro, but like that would at least make me think. Well, what can I get for a trade in? And is the is there no more bezel and the screen's bigger and better battery life and better processor? Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, I I, I get it. I get it too, Sean. What if I tol- What if I told you? That the OG Switch was getting a new chip and processor. What if he did? The Switch Lite, this comes from The Verge. The Switch Lite may not be the only trick up Nintendo's sleeves. The original Nintendo Switch is also getting a new processor and new flash tor- storage chips. According to filings with the Federal Commission's Communications Commission. <laughs> <laughs> you keep looking at the camera, I don't know what's happening. The new chips could mean fewer slowdowns. Faster load times, longer battery life, <laughs> less heat, or perhaps none of these things. Nintendo submitted what's called a Class 2 permission change to the FCC. <laughs> Effectively, a request to tweak an existing gadget without having to get the whole thing recertified for sale. And it vaguely lays out the changes. To whom it may concern. This is to request a class... This is the F, the actual FCC filing. I will not remember to put it in, so listen. Listen. Listen up. He's going to read the whole thing. It, it's it's like three sentences. Oh, okay. This is to request a Class 2 permissive change for FCCIDBKEHAC001, originally granted on Christmas Day 2016. You're the devil, Nintendo. And all its permissive changes. We changed the following points from the original model. Change of SOC type, change of NAND memory type, CPU board is changed due to the above two components. That's it. In case you're unaware, SoC refers to the Switch's system-on-chip, aka the Nvidia Tegra processor that contains its CPU and graphics, while NAND memory is more commonly known as the flash storage you find in a solid-state drive. You should know that we're not talking about the rumored Switch Pro successor to the Nintendo Switch, the one that was supposedly accompanying the Switch Lite announced today, a week ago. This is, very, this is very clearly an update to the original model right down to the same model number. And Nintendo probably won't say a thing because it doesn't want to people to worry whether they're buying the Switch with a slightly new processor when they're picking one up at retail. The video game industry has a long history of... Quality. So basically, they're changing the original SKU of the Switch to now include whatever these updates are to the flash storage and the processor on the Switch. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, if they're just trying to
2: more more baba, more or less just sweep this under the rug and not make a deal, make a big deal about it. It's probably not a big deal.
1: I don't like it. Why don't you? Like I mean, it? I know we bought our switches two plus years, not two and a half, two plus years ago, and. It just seems like it's too early to... They're not calling this the Switch Pro, I guess is my problem. This is the same Switch that we bought with better processor and better, quicker fa- flash storage on it. I don't think I like it, Raymond. I, I, don't I don't have a problem with it. I just feel like I've
2: never played my Switch and been like, man, I wish this had a better processor or faster memory. Like, It's fine as we'll It will take is. you a
1: minute and a half to get in and out of a Zelda Dun- uh, Shrine. Well, that's true. But hmm. do you
2: think it's really going to be that much different now? It could mean
1: absolutely nothing.
2: It could. We don't know. That's why I don't care. And even if it did change, it nah, I don't care.
1: I'm going to call you Tim Geddes, because you're paid off by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, whatever, Sean. What if I told you that it's, that but the wrong thing sped. Splinter Cell is coming back. Mm. However, <laughs> it might be an Oculus VR exclusive. Facebook has reportedly signed an exclusive deal to put Splinter Cell and Assassin's Ass... Excuse me. <laughs> Assassin's Ass. That's America's L- ass. Evans. <laughs> and Ass Creed Games on its Oculus VR headsets. The Information, which is the name of the site, which is incredibly confusing, reported the news this morning, a few days ago. Well, although it didn't offer much detail about what those games would look like, the titles are apparently part of a larger push to acquire studios and back exclusive games, something Oculus has been doing on a smaller scale, scale for some time. Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed owner Ubisoft has published several VR games, including the Ru- Ocul- <laughs> Oculus Rift launch, exclude, stop, look at the camera, <laughs> Eagle Flight, and the cooperative Star Trek bridge Crew. It's also released, <laughs> because you looked at me, it's also released a couple of Assassin's Creed VR VR escape rooms. That actually sounds cool. But they're only available at specific locations, not on home headsets. What the frick? Exclusive games are already a major selling point of Oculus's Oculus' Rift and Quest headsets. Ratchet & Clank Studio and Zomniac Games has released several, released several Rift titles. And it's working on the upcoming open world rift game Stormland. <laughs> that was that was that deserved a voice. Often, however, these games it changed <laughs> in the middle of it.
2: <laughs> the game Stormland.
1: Stormland. <laughs> Often, however, these games aren't part of established franchises. They're original projects from smaller teams that need backing from a company like Oculus, meaning Facebook. Some games based on big media properties like Blade Runner have been short and lightly interactive experiences. Oculus competitor Sony has pursued a similar exclusivity tra- strategy, and Sony's ties to the gaming industry <laughs> <laughs> have earned it time to permanent PlayStation VR exclusives on some big franchises like Skyrim VR, as well as titles from prominent developers like From Software, the creator of Dark Souls, and Blood. They didn't list Bat. Is Arkham. Is Arkham what, what what's it called? Is it just called Arkham VR? What's it called?
2: Batman VR. Return I don't know what it's
1: called. <laughs> no, that's what I have. is Return Arkham. <laughs> is that not exclusive? I thought that was a PlayStation only. Thing. I thought it was, but maybe not. Valve Steam VR platform is also poised to get some exclusive Valve games potentially based on Half-Life Portal or Dead Left for Dead series. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It, that was weak. As the information notes, Facebook is moving more broadly into gaming. Recently, naming Formula Oc, former <laughs> former Oculus content VP Jason Rubin as the head of special gaming initi- initiatives. It's an area where Facebook faces less antitrust. This is so Facebook. It's an area where Facebook faces less antitrust and privacy criticism. And the multiplayer game Fortnite has become a formidable competitor to Facebook's main social network. Fortnite is a competitor to Facebook? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently. However, today's report... Freaking- so, this sucks. Again, like I said on our E3 review, it sucks to be a fan of Metal Gear for obvious reasons. It also sucks to be a fan of Splinter Cell. Like, especially with Metal Gear not existing for the last four years, Survive does not count. Why would Ubisoft not be like, this is our time? You know, but you know what? we'll just take the money from Facebook the best company on the planet yeah sorry
2: anything else you want to do? yeah it doesn't really bad I' never got into it before
1: now for the wrap up cuphead is getting a Netflix animated show. What do you think?
2: I'm looking forward to it yeah it's uh... do you agree with what I said so the game is I mean it's it's meant for this. It is meant to the be. The game is...
1: Oh, my God. It's freaking now,
2: beautiful. I don't... I didn't play Cuphead for, like, the story. or I just... It was just beautiful. There actually it is a, lot a of cool fun. Story. Yeah. But it was just beautiful to look at, and it was fun. I'm looking forward to this. However, this is something that would be much cooler if it was, like, The Messenger. Because The Messenger is, like, all about, like, the writing yeah. and the story. Like... I'd probably be more excited about that just because yeah. that sounds like that would make a good TV show. I mean, this will too. I mean, it's, it's a cartoon come to life but that they made a, a video game out of. That's the thing. Can a cartoon that comes
1: to life... That's right. Like I, I said to you half jokingly, but I kind of mean it like, I don't think it'll look as good as a video game because the video game is... It, it is... <sighs> the best art direction I've seen in a video game in I don't know how long should wrap this up Yeah, it's correct so i'm excited i can't wait for it switch online is getting an update on july 17th donkey kong 3 and wrecking crew are coming did you know and i'm still gonna do it did you know <laughs> do you know who's in wrecking crew mario and luigi yes <laughs> i didn't know that yeah They're also getting a rewind feature, which I can't believe. I I, I think I thought that Switch had this already, but I hardly ever played the NES game, so I didn't know. Did you get your extra nine months? I forget. Yes. Okay. But the rewind feature is the big update this month. Uh, Square Enix came out and they had a press release because for some reason, Xbox Germany or something posted a trailer of Final Fantasy VII We're like, coming to Xbox on March 3rd and then they deleted it and Square Enix was said and I quote no plans for other platforms other than PS4 so it is a PS4 exclusive there was we, we were starting to wonder is it a timed exclusive is it coming to PC whatever they have no plans for anything other than the PS4 at this time
2: I'm not sure I believe that but I think there's zero chance this game does not show up on another platform. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not right away, but eventually it will.
1: Call of Duty Modern Warfare's multiplayer review reveals coming August 1st.
2: <laughs> I have voice of modulation syndrome.
1: <laughs> and the TurboGrafx-16 Mini, which was Konami's big announcement God. at E3, use Sons of Biscuits. March 2020. I don't know. Should I get this or Final Fantasy VII Rebake or Watch Dogs Legion? Hmm. People are excited for this thing. I'm like, I don't get it. Freaking emulate these stupid games. All right, Sean. Did you know that for the first time in a while, it's time for the Did You Know section of the podcast? Yes. Do you want a game or a console? Are you sure?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sean, did you know... Actually... I'm just kidding. The original plan for the Ganon fight in Ocarina of Time was supposed to be similar to Shadow of the Classes, which hadn't come out yet. Like purely horseback or something? Nope. Uh -uh. You were going to scale Ganon. Oh. Oh. According to an interview with... Yoshiaki Koizumi, in the 225th issue of Nintendo Power, the battle lightning, the battle against Ganon would revolve around Link having to scale his body, which would have been gigantic at the time, similar to boss battles in Shadow of the Colossus. However, it was later changed due to how players could be confused in the fight, as they would never see Ganon's entire body, and rendering his. We should wrap this up. And rendering his colossal body at a steady frame rate would have heavily strained the N64's hardware. The concept was later recycled. Tell me if you remember this, because I played this game for five minutes. The concept was later recycled for the Mega Leg battle in Mario Galaxy. One. No,
2: I don't remember that.
1: Did you beat Mario Galaxy? I don't think I did. Okay.
2: If I did, I don't remember. That's pretty cool. I like it. I mean, I can see why it couldn't have been done on the 64, but... That's the thing. Like,
1: the N64 was like a CD-ROM-based system. Mm, Maybe? Maybe, yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, next week, I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to do a console one Mm because I got some cool console ones. Cool. Do you want one real quick? Sure. Okay. Sean, did you know there was a play in Genesis and 32X console? Yeah. The Neptune? Well. <laughs> Shortly after the launch of the Sega 32X, Sega announced the Sega ne- Neptune, which was a two-in-one console that would play both Sega Genesis and 32X games. It was originally slated for a fall 95 release, but was later delayed to 96 before being canceled once Sega ceased production of the 32X. I, did, I didn't know that. I, I feel like I remembered that, but, like, did you learn that after the fact, or did we know that back then and I just forgot it? I learned about it well after the fact,
2: but it's one of those things that you read, and I, I'm i not sure if I'm like, I forgot about that, or I never knew that.
1: It's like camcorder family videos right. and memories that like, Did stuff? I know yeah.
2: this and I forgot it? It looked familiar and it sounded familiar,
1: but then... See, I thought the Neptune, which this is stupid. I thought the Neptune was the code name for the Saturn. <laughs>
2: Uh, that's that's good
1: yeah, it is good you know what else is good episode 142 of the two-player co-op podcast thank you guys so much for being here seriously you can find us over at nerd901.com check us out check ernie out check nick adam everything going on over there make sure you also check out like i said earlier the smart shooters podcast for everything you don't need to know about the wrestling things uh you can find us on twitter matt ken white 24 he's at real white together we're at two player underscore co-op Obviously, like I said at the beginning, and I'll say it again now, go to youtube.com slash to make sure you like, subscribe, share, and all the other things for the YouTube things that are the things that are the things. If you like audio, and I know Sean does. Love audio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse. We have a Facebook page. Nobody updates. It's, there's a lot of lightning. We should probably cut this off. Sean, why don't you go ahead and take us out? Thank you for playing.